It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Uh, we only have a few more minutes for you, so I want to get, I want to get this uh, from you. Your expectations for the team the rest of the way. What do you think we're going to see? Are we going to see? Are we finally going to see Mauricio called up? Are yeah. we going to see this team just run out there and look flat like they did against Kansas City? What are we going to see from the Mets the rest of the way this season? Well, right now, I think they're just unbelievably flat because they're gutted by the reality that they became full sellers. I think right. that's what's happened here. I mean, I mean justifiably so. Uh, they, they've they've had they've had a good head on their shoulders all year round from everyone mm-hmm. I've heard in that locker room. Justin Verlander, when he did his presser with the Astros today, he emphasized exactly that. He's like really impressed with the guys and how well we managed to stay level-headed when we were not having a good season, all things considered. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that really started to hit them like a truck. You could tell. Uh, obviously, the team isn't as good right now either. They have a couple minor leaguers currently in the lineup, so that doesn't help either. But I think the rest of the way, I'll give you what I think is going to happen, what I hope happens. Let's start with what I hope happens. Ronnie Mauricio, one of the Mets' top prospects, needs to get his butt up here. He has been raking in AAA all year long. Now, defensively, he's had his hiccups. He's just around an average player in WRC Plus this year. However, Mm -hmm. that also needs to be noted that he's been toying in different positions because he plays shortstop, so he can't play that here. He needs to get more reps at second base, get some reps in left field, and you know, also uh, does strike out at a solid clip. Regardless, I want to see him at the bigs. There's no reason not to. His ETA mm-hmm. is this year. Um, again, he's been tearing the cover off the ball all year in AAA. So I'm hoping, and I do expect that he will be called up within the next month. So that that's the ultimate goal here. Uh, they just want to give him more defensive reps and versatility at second base and left field. Mm-hmm. Um, but how they go the rest of the way, you know, I said for a while heading into the trade deadline that I do believe that the Mets are going to get on this stupid, silly run. Um, they're they're going to fall short. But I think that because they don't have this pressure anymore, they're going to start to play some loose and fun baseball. Might take a couple weeks, but I think as we get into the final month of the yeah. season, they're really going to kind of loosen, loosen up and just, again, have some entertaining games for once that we really haven't seen all year. So that's kind of my expectation as someone that has seen this before where the yeah. Mets, you know, Fell short, but they still managed to have a nice little end to the season. Um, but yeah, expect some bad baseball. Some bad yeah. baseball. They want to get a high draft pick too. They want to slip into that number six spot. Uh, they can do that if they fall right. far enough. So by all means, keep losing. <laughs> like I'm at the point I, where if we're going, if we're doing tank for just the rest of the year, tank sure. all the way, baby. Like you got you know, nothing to lose. So Mauricio's right. interesting because there's there's a guy in Cincinnati that they called up who mashes and strikes yeah. out a lot too, and things are working out okay. Here would you know I, I, as as I thought about that as you were talking, I also thought about this. The Mets, if they call Mauricio up in September, will not get that same injection of life as if they start the season with him next year or if they call right. him up after a month next year. So if they are trying to play the PR game, I would hate it because I would I, I wanted Mauricio up like a month ago, but there was nowhere to play him. I get that. But from a inject life into your fan base, I think Mauricio would do that. Let's talk about injecting life into the team. Give me a target or two that the Mets should be focused on this upcoming free agency. Where do you want to see the Mets focus this? There's a ton of pitchers that are going to be available. You're going to have Arias. You're going to have Nola. You're going to have Snell. You're going to have all these guys that were just traded, Giolito and Lorenzen, uh, Erod, who wasn't. Do you have a target or two in mind for the Mets that you want to see them go out and get this offseason? 
as someone who does not know the full list yet of position players, because I'll be mm-hmm. doing my homework as soon as the offseason begins, I'm not going to mm-hmm. speak on them. I will speak on pitching. Uh, the Mets have some gaping holes in the rotation right now. How are they going to address that? Let's yeah. start with the man uh, by the last name of Yamamoto in the MPB right now. Uh, one of the best young Japanese pitchers out there. He will be posted and hitting the free agent market this year. And Billy Epler has went to Japan multiple times this year to scout him. Very similar to how he scouted this guy by the name of Kodai Senga and signed yeah. him to a five-year deal, but an opt-out after a couple of years. And, of course, famously signed Shohei Otani uh, to the Angels uh, when he first landed there. And speaking of Shohei, that's an interesting thing to follow. I think the Dodgers are a team to beat, are, are the team to beat. I, yeah. think, I think, however, that Steve Cohen, when he wants something and he knows that there is an actual realistic chance, he will do everything he can to make that happen. So no one should write this team off completely yet in the Shohei sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be an interesting process to follow. I think it would be foolish if the Mets in that minimum do their due diligence. And we've heard for over yep. a year now that they're going to do exactly that. So um, Otani will be the fun one to follow, even though my I'm not going to get my hopes up there uh, yet. Yamamoto is the one that I really want to see the Mets heavily consider. And other than that, starting-wise, I do like Aaron Nola quite a bit. I think he's a very underrated starter. Wouldn't hate the idea of kind of prying him away from Philly the same way that Philly pried away Zach Wheeler from us. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. The biggest question is, are the Mets going to be willing to sign a starter to at least a five, six, maybe even seven-year deal? And that's something I don't know. However, they have shown a willingness because your boy with the Blue Jays, Kevin Gosman, Sign that multi-year deal. Uh, However, he had more money on the table, same term, by the New York Mets. And he decided to not opt with the Mets and to opt Mm -hmm. with the Blue Jays. And this was also when the Mets were still heavily in on Max Scherzer. Two off-seasons ago, the Mets were trying to land both Scherzer and Gosman together for this rotation. So they show have shown a willingness to sign starters to long-term deals that they feel it is deemed worthy. Mm -hmm. And in that case, it was for Gosman. Do they feel the same about Nola? Do they maybe feel the same about a Urias who I've heard throughout the industry that they really, really like him and they Mm -hmm. could use a dominant Southpaw because they do not have one. They haven't had one in a while now, him or Blake Snell, take your pick, right? So those are guys that we're going to be following along, but just the pitching market as a whole, I'm really curious about. And then from there is once I do more of my due diligence on the position player front, I'm interested right. to see. Maybe it's going to be more of a trade type off season two for the Mets, you know, with some added prospects that they, that they gain. Yeah. Do they want to hold on to them or are they going to say, hey, there's some guys that are in positions that we just don't have flexibility for right now that we can trade for some young, controllable talent of guys that are, aren't hitting arbitration until like what, 2027, 2028, things, things of that nature. Just young, upcoming players is something that I'm curious to see how they evaluate this offseason too. There's some really interesting <laughs> pitching that uh, I think that is the area that will be the main focus. I think we'll hear most of the rumors around pitching, whether it's free agency or trades, that will be the area. This team, there's there there uh, uh, after Pete's out of first, if he gets traded, then all of a sudden you have a glaring hole uh, on, on in the lineup and, and out in, in the field. But other than that, this team really has a lot out there and there's a lot of young players that they need to give an opportunity to. They don't have a lot of pitching coming up in the ranks. So the trades in the free agent market is the area to go. I think you have Tidwell. And then after that, again, there's not a lot there. The cupboard is not necessarily stocked up with pitching in the farm system right now. So that will be interesting. I do think pitching will be the way to go. I agree with you on that one.